0: Hello, podcast listeners, and welcome to the 3rd October 2018 Hong Kong Stories podcast. I'm Rachel Smith. Hong Kong's weather seems to have turned a corner this week, with some cooler breezes sweeping through the city. Hong Kongers of all ages look forward to the gentler days of autumn before the damp chill of winter sets in. This is a time to be out of doors, and while we're outside, we'll be listening to this week's story from Jessica about her search for something important. And as an extra, again this week we'll have a poem after the story. This week it's from Nashua Gallagher, the founder of Hong Kong's Peel Street Poets. But first, our thanks go out to our loyal listeners in Hong Kong. We appreciate the support for our storytellers and our shows that our hometown audience always has. Thanks too go out to our listeners in Malulaba in Australia, Borkham in Germany, and Mandalay in Myanmar, and all our other listeners around the globe. Thanks for tuning in. Our storytellers have been working hard in the past weeks to prepare for the October show coming up next Wednesday. The show will have the theme Home and will be hosted by Edward Gunowin. Tickets can be bought from the links on the website at hongkongstories.com where you can also find more information about how you too can become a storyteller on our stage. You can listen to the past episodes of the podcast, see photos of our storytellers, and so much more. Again, that's at HongKongStories.com. Hong Kong Stories. It's better than drama. It's better than comedy. It's real life. Now from our July show with the theme of Wild Things, here is Jessica. Jessica.
1: I can never sleep on flights. Between the stiff, cramped seats, the cotton ball they call a pillow, and the frigid air conditioning, I can't get comfortable. And when I do nod off, there's turbulence. Now, I know the odds are low, but I'm alert at the slightest indication that my flying metal death trap is falling from the sky. Now, this time, however, I needed to fall asleep. In the week before I left from China to the United States, I hadn't slept more than four hours a night. Between saying goodbye to two years' worth of friends that I had met while teaching in China and then grading 60 term papers, I just didn't have the time. I was heading to my week-long family reunion in Florida, I was really excited to get to spend time with relatives I hadn't seen in years, but I knew that with late-night dinners, swimming in the pool, and catching up, I wasn't going to get much rest there either. My 16-hour flight was my best and possibly my only opportunity to rest up. I therefore diligently crafted the right conditions for me to conk out. I made sure I had a window seat. I bought a sleeping mask and i also abstained from coffee that was hard i had a contingency plan my colleague had given me an ambien a sleeping pill i never tried a sleeping pill before but i took it with me just in case when i boarded the plane i couldn't stop yawning promising start i get to my row and it's empty another good sign i cocoon myself in my blankets and commence operations I feel myself drifting off when I hear it. A small, distinct gurgle. Oh, God. I lift my sleeping mask to see that not only is my row full, but the woman in the aisle seat has a one-year-old baby in her lap. (laughs) Shit. look at the baby, and the baby looks at me and smiles. Maybe she won't cry, scream, throw food, or try to use her hypnotic cuteness to make me play peekaboo for hours. She starts to wail. I take the sleeping pill. I snuggle into my corner of the plane as the plane takes off, and I wait. And I don't feel Anything. Why the hell am I still awake? <sighs> After what seems like an eternity, the flight attendant comes over to me and asks me if I want anything to drink. Being a
0: first-time
1: and frustrated ambient user, I decide to ask for a glass of white wine. Surely, between the wine, the sleeping pill, and the sleep deprivation, I should be out for several hours. I toss back the Chardonnay... And I wait. The flight attendant shouts, please excuse me, coming through, as she bustles down the aisle with her food cart. I disorientedly open my eyes. I didn't even remember being asleep. My head feels like I'm swimming in a vat of warm syrup. I lift my sleeping mask and see that the woman in the aisle seat with the baby is gone. Her stuff is gone too. I wait a few minutes for her to return, and she doesn't. I ask the person next to me, and she says, I don't know, she's been gone for the last 30 minutes. What? I don't think she's coming back. I don't know why, but I don't think she is. She then pauses, raises a conspiratorial eyebrow, and shifts over into the aisle seat. I stretch out and close my eyes. But between the missing family and the flight attendant repeatedly and loudly announcing that they're out of the chicken option, I'm wide awake. God, why? I decide to take the pro-offered pasta And have another glass of white wine. It had worked the first time, right? (sighs) I close my eyes and I wait. The plane lurches. I jerk awake. Again, I hadn't even realized I'd been asleep. I take the sleeping mask off to check the time. And I see that the other passenger in my row is also missing. (laughs) Her stuff is also gone. I don't know what happened, but I'm way too out of it to inquire. I decide that it is an ambient miracle. I stretch out across all three seats, yawn contentedly, and am ready to sleep until the plane... Excuse me, miss. Damn it, what the hell is it now? Miss? She begins to be more insistent, gently shaking me. Miss, would you mind giving up your seat? There's an injured veteran on the plane who needs to stretch out their legs. (laughs) As wiped out as I am, I know I can't say no. I crawl out of my row and trudge after her. She directs me to a aisle seat in a full row. I have been booted out of a barely obtained paradise, and put in economy purgatory. I know that the middle seat is worse, but still. She beams at me. Thank you so much. Would you like wine or champagne? I am too busy trying to cocoon myself in my blanket, and I just say automatically, whatever is fine. Thanks. She saunters back with one bottle of white wine and one bottle of champagne. Now you can really have a party. She puts the bottle of white wine in the overhead bin but places the bottle of champagne in the seat pocket in front of me. (laughs) I thank her, delighted. I'm really excited to share this with my family. And I close my eyes and pray I'll go to sleep. Shit. The Ramones are blaring in my head. 20, 20, 24 hours to go. I want to be sedated. I don't know whether to scream or cry. Nothing to do, nowhere to go. Oh, fucking hell, why? Why doesn't this pill work? Why can't I sleep? Why are the Ramones taunting me? I look at the bottle of champagne. I've never opened a champagne bottle before, but today is a day for first, so why the hell not? I take the bottle and I slowly unwrap the wire casing, and then I'm quietly twisting it, trying to pry it open. When boosh, the champagne goes all over me, all over the person in front of me, all of the person, person directly to my right, all over the person in back of me and in my neighbor's eye. Before I can even comprehend what has happened, the flight attendant pulls it from my hand, you're not supposed to have this, and zips back down the aisle. I gape after her for a minute, mortified, and then turn to my neighbor saying, I am so sorry. I'd offer you a glass of champagne but clearly that's not possible now. She rubs her eye blinking. I don't think she knew the other stewardess had given that to you. Maybe you should go after her. In my dumbfounded state, I do just that. I go find the flight attendant and explain that the other flight attendant had given it to me and had said, now you can have a party, which I had interpreted as now. (laughs) To my surprise, she brings me another bottle of champagne. (laughs) I don't drink it. I don't drink anything else. But I also don't sleep. I just sit there, feeling guilty, watching reruns of Friends and waiting for the drugs to leave my system. I keep testing myself, trying to bring my finger to my nose without looking and reciting the alphabet backwards. I do this until the plane lands. When the plane does land, my family's there waiting for me. They're so excited to celebrate my return to the U.S. with the bottle of champagne and the bottle of wine. But... The party is over for me before it's even begun. You see, on the flight, I caught a nasty cold. So by the time my family was serving that first dinner, I already had a fever and was beginning to sniffle. Fearful that I would get the rest of the family sick, they decided to quarantine me in one of the rooms for the entire week while I recovered. I did learn, however that cold medication is a far better sedative for me than a sleeping pill.
0: We hope you'll have no need for sedatives this week and that all your dreams are wonderful. This was Jessica's first time coming up on stage to tell the story and she went through the same steps everyone goes through when they want to get up on our stage. Jessica came to a free workshop and then a pitch workshop where her story was selected to go in the show. You can try it out yourself. We run free workshops every week. Details can be found at hongkongstories.com And we have another little extra this week too. A poem from Nashua Gallagher, who is the founder of Peel Street Poets here in Hong Kong. Airborne by Nashua Gallagher. The horizon is a smear of yolk inside a robin's egg. This is the best way to see it, floating in the albumen. Cabin pressure tightens my temple. Ears block, thoughts more private. Out the window, sunray splotches float green and gold. The plane's wing, a toast soldier dunking in a soft-boiled sunrise. Oh, God, hundreds chorused when our plane slumped. Pitch perfect, a clamor of voices, an empty drop in my heart. Or my stomach. Or from heart to stomach. Perennial suspension, when there's no missing step, you sent the wrong email or your child goes missing at the supermarket. Buttery oxygen masks fall out, tendril-like sways, time sputtered, suddenly raced when the planes were stable. The masks, like sad limp condoms hang, twisting in the sun. A small giggle breaks my lips and my ears pop with the dawn. Thanks for listening to this story brought to you by Hong Kong Stories. Thanks as well go out to our unsung hero this week, Kristen, who curated and directed the July 2018 show. We appreciate all your work. The music for this podcast was created and performed by Andrew Robert Smith. Our podcast can be found across many different podcasting platforms, including Google Play, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Get the word out and help your friends enjoy our storytelling from Hong Kong. More information can be found at hongkongstories.com. Everyone has a story to tell.